What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 576th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I have been sleeping at least some with Pokemon <laughs> Sleep. I don't know. That app hasn't that app has has continued to track every day for me. So I that's the same that's update I had nice. last week. My week's been a little chaotic. Greg also here. I am also here. My app has not been tracking me all week. <laughs> uh but that's fine. I don't need it to. I know how I sleep. <laughs> And it's just fine. And in my dreams, I meet all sorts of Pokemon, so it can do whatever it wants. Do you also have a Google Home in your bedroom that you forgot about that's been tracking your sleep for two years? No! <laughs> Why? Why would I do that? There is... I did find a, ba, a a little fob that was attached to a pillow of a device that Brent kickstarted like 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh, that thing. What was that for? I'm I don't sure. even remember the name. <laughs> I don't remember the app. I remember nothing about it other than we have two fobs sitting on one nightstand amongst the many things he has purchased to try to get him to sleep before he went to a sleep study. And the answer was a CPAP. <laughs> that was the yeah. that was the missing answer all along. I'm sure Brent and I have a very big crossover of weird gadgets that are supposed oh. to make your life better, but like, don't. <laughs> there are moments when I'm like, I should stop following my husband on Kickstarter because the urge to ask why every time I get a notification is very strong. But I do my mantra. It's his money. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. He probably says the same things when magic cards arrive in the mail. It's fine. Don't care. For the show, we have Pokemon Sleep check-in. It's been officially over a week for, I think, America at least. This is like the fall-off point thing, I think, for a lot of people. You know, you miss one day and all of a sudden you miss two days. The Animal Crossing effect. Uh, Rillaboom raids happened. Uh, there's a new Pokemon sure existed exhibit in LA we'll talk about and then McDonald's stuff. <laughs> You know, I I love talking. I'm very good at talking a lot. I'm very good at saying a lot of words, but saying nothing at all. This is very clear mm -hmm. of this program. Uh, mm -hmm. But starting next week, I will be in Japan. We will still be recording. I think I will keep the same time for Greg and Hannah, minus Greg. Hey, look, next week. I, I will not be here next week. No, I've no, I know that. This. That's on the calendar. <laughs> I am in... I'm at... Oh, FYI, people who are going to Gen Con, I'll be at Gen Con for... So I All think four days. I think it'll be probably Hannah and Bobby next week. Uh, and then, but like, I'm going to be recording at like 2 a.m. They're going to be recording normal time. It'll be fine. That you is your normal time, though. Will, yeah, that's Bobby true. and I are both West Coast, so if you need to shift it at all, we're in a different time zone than y'all are. That's true. Yeah, um, but Bobby also has like family things <laughs> that he has That to man do. has kids. <laughs> He's got children that you can't lock in a cage like dogs. That's <laughs> true you know i the the whole point of me talking a lot is i try to keep these shows to 90 minutes and then they end up being two hours <laughs> when i'm in japan i'm gonna try to keep them to an hour only because i don't know what the internet situation is and i still have to edit here um which last time i went to japan was honeymoon related so will and greg were very nice to take over all of that stuff i don't have a good excuse this time i'm going for work so i will continue working <laughs> It'll just all be Pokemon. 
Yeah. Uh, but I mean, at this point, you're doing nothing else in Japan, according to yeah. the raffles. Jeez. So yeah. According to the raffles, work. I'll have plenty of time to <laughs> podcast because I can't get into any you of that. Got, you got nothing else happening. A small update on that. The uh, events I have been invited to by the Pokemon Company are none of those raffle events that I should have signed up for. But you, that's OK. Again, I want to stress that. I don't know anyone who's gotten in any of those raffle events. <laughs> I'll never see the cruise ship. Uh, it's oh, fine. It's pure chaos. It's I. I have, so, anyways, I'm going to plan for the Japan shows to be an hour. Um, so, if you're like, why are the shows? Yeah, wink, wink. They're, they're going to be like three hours. Going to be like, I found this good ramen down the street. Let's talk about that. <laughs> All right, switching gears here. Let's talk about Pokemon Sleep. It's been yep. a week. Let's start with uh, Hannah, because I know Greg has nothing positive to say. <laughs> I have nothing negative to say either. It just exists. It is just a thing that is there, and I check it sometimes. I'm really enjoying it. It, Like I said, it keeps me from doom scrolling first thing in the morning, and it has mostly kept me consistently going to sleep around the same time, which is one of the things that I needed extra help with, although I'm still not getting credit for it. That's That bug is still there. Um, what, what do you mean? Are, have, are, is it like going to bed on time? Yeah, it's the getting credit for going to bed within 30 minutes of your sleep goal. Yeah, I don't get credit for that either. And I nope. for sure, yeah. like, is it, if you go to bed too early, is that punishing for you? No. So it is, as far as, <laughs> as far as we can tell in Slack, people have been trying to figure it out. If you go to bed before the alarm goes off, if you have the 30 minute alarm set, if you go to bed before that, you get the credit, but that's not what it says. I don't have so the alarm on. Well, then it is, if you go to bed like an hour before your bedtime, then you get the credit. <laughs> oh, because I thought my understanding was as long as you go to bed within 30 minutes of your bedtime, you're good. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be, or at least that's what it says it's supposed to be. But the way that people have been getting credit is if you go to bed more than 30 minutes before your bedtime. More what? than 30 minutes. But, okay. What? That. What? <laughs> but that's yeah, not that... my bedtime. Correct. No, it's my not. bedtime is what I said. <laughs> and also. <laughs> Why would I do it before? I fall asleep within t 10 minutes of me hitting that bed. Yeah, I'm going to go to I'd bed when way. I say, yep. if I say I'm going to go to bed at 11.30, I am out at 11.40. Nobody exists past that point, which the phone has said, oh, you didn't fall asleep until 12.30. Stop lying to me. <laughs> it, yeah, it uh, registers any sort of movement very, very easily. Oh, can we update uh, I, I'm glad on what that we're this using? Isn't my only sleep tracker. We're, I'm using Pokeball Plus. Oh yeah, I've been using the Pokeball Plus the entire time. Gregory, I don't have. Phone. I finally got my, my Plus, so I I've switched to the Plus because what I found out is that it would freeze when I would say to go to sleep to Snorlax, so it would do the thing, but then he would never get the full animation because I'd say start and I put it down, so mm. it was frozen on the screen on. All night long. And that's and why I, I wasn't wake up recording. Like, oh, it completely froze. So I'm not using the phone anymore. I am using the Go Plus Plus, which died last night in the middle of the night. What happens when it dies? Uh, I haven't had that happen. It doesn't record anything. That makes sense. 
So this morning when I plugged it into charge and checked, it started the lullaby. So, hey, Pokemon Sleep, I'm sleeping right now. <laughs> FYI, as far che- as you're Are you cheating live on this show? I'm cheating live on this to you know, see if what you happens. Play, if you paid for the premium pass, you could just go back and tell it that you well, slept. Well, the thing is, is, is I wasn't sure if it was just going to keep, because I had started it and it died in the middle of the night. So I held the button down to see if it would do its end cycle. And oh, it started okay. the lullaby. And I'm like, well. That's a good test, though. We're too far into it now for me to stop. Yeah. Also, I'm it's just sitting there recharging, so I might as well just leave it. I don't... Whatever. We'll see if it records anything. I have heard some people saying that if you just leave it on a hard surface, it will kind of null out and say that wasn't sleep. I mean, my you know, just, mattress just is not exactly the, the softest thing that's ever existed <laughs> either, so... It, it crashes a whole lot. I will say that. Yeah, it crashes the, I, a whole lot. Here's the thing I will say, whether or not you like Pokemon Sleep or Scarlet and Violet or Pokemon Go or whatever, Pokemon Sleep has updated more times in the last oh week God. than Scarlet and Violet has in eight months. They are. <laughs> that team is pumping out updates. They're like, <laughs> that that team is like, super communicative about it. Hey, this super simple program crashes way too much for something this simple. What is going on? Why did we do bad code? Let's try to fix it. Why did why did we do bad code and not good code? I don't know. I it's think it's more stable than Scarlet but... Violet. I'll tell you that. Much. Well, that's that is a low bar. <laughs> the the person, the social media person who is representing Pokemon Sleep on the social media that is dying, um, is being really really communicative about it. And there's just a ton of communication saying, "Hey, these things are wrong. These things are going to be fixed. These things have been fixed." And this is. This is such good communication. I'm so not used to this after trying to pay attention to Look, Pokemon Go's updates. And That person is desperate to hang on to their job. They got about three weeks before the company says, you're fired, you've been talking too much. It's a... I love the communication. I thank them every time for their communication. I mean, customers love it. Companies don't. I like the side note of not re- referring to Twitter as its new name, the site formerly known <laughs> no, as Twitter, the because the only people listening to the show that would be mad that you didn't call it the new name are the people who are giving Elon $8 a month. Those are the only Cor- people that are being mad. Correct. These are the yep. same people that get mad when I, when, I, when I don't speak highly of Joe Rogan or Logan Paul. They're on the same circle. Um, it is just a circle there's no overlap there's no outside it is one (laughs) solid circle they're all in there paying eight dollars for to be i watched i watched a documentary about the most recent logan paul scam and i turned to my husband and said why do people continue to believe this person the the zoo the like yeah the zoo the zoo thing yeah how well i mean like The first time they showed themselves to be super sketch, I'd be like, no, thank you. Never again. Why? The only zoo we need to talk about right now is the Pokemon Sleep Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I got a I got a Riolu. Yeah, I have one, too. Uh, It's great. It gives you extra green charts. I have Pikachu with a hat. Uh, I've, I can't remember. Uh, are you guys both still not premium at all? Or did you switch to free to trial? No. There's no way I'm going premium. And I am almost (laughs) to Ultra Ball level five on my Snorlax. I mean, I am not Bobby levels of sucker. Ultra five? (laughs) Almost. I'm I'm halfway through Ultra Four. Are you doing all three meals a day? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, see, but that's probably why <laughs> I always miss breakfast because I, I, I get yeah. up at like I get up at like twelve, so it's like twelve oh one or something. I never can get I breakfast in. Sometimes do breakfast. I often forget all three meals. Because oh, yeah, I don't. I don't forget. Like lunch is usually my first meal, and then I usually do lunch when I wake up, and then I do dinner right before bed. Um, so I'm I'm ultra two. I will be ultra three probably before bed. Don't I'm think I will get to four, ultra four. I think. I'm on the premium trial still. Obviously, it's only been a week. The premium bis here. The the store stuff is so conflicting, and I've actually seen other people. <laughs> I've seen other people, this is the same thing that Unite had, where people would be like, I want to give this game money, but like, it's so expensive just to mm -hmm. get something. I remember when Unite first came out, and I was like, oh man, there's a Cramorant outfit, that's so cool. And then it was like, oh, the outfit is like $25. Yeah, just still is. For your, your character to wear, this, we're not talking about the $40 yeah. Ninetale skin, which no. still exists, by the way. There are yeah. multiple... $40 skins in that game. But here's the thing. I never see those skins in the game. You never see somebody have, wearing the $25 I have, I, I, <laughs> I play that game a lot. I play it. I literally play it every day for about an hour. And I have for the last, well, pretty much ever since it came out. And maybe 0.1% of the time you see somebody in that super skin. Like the. What about like? Are you talking like Nine Tails, Machamp, Charlie? Yeah. yeah, you're not seeing those either. Nope, not even. You're a master rank though. You should be. You, you, we all know that if you pay for the skin, you're significantly better at the game. True. Uh, I'm not in master rank current in the current season. I am at Ultra One. Thank you very much. I have not managed to break into masters this season because everybody's trying to do the Mewtwo stuff. Oh, to unlock him for free. Yeah, and that's a whole thing. Plus, I did. Plus, Panic Parade is so much fun. I'll have been doing Panic Parade for like a week because <laughs> today's the last day for Panic Parade, and oh, I gotta get the, all the rewards. The tower defense mode or whatever. Yeah, and it's so fun. Anyways, there are two, also too many item currencies in sleep. I don't really? know what everything yeah. does. I don't. I mean, think the current the currency stuff doesn't bother me. Like. It's there a are little biscuits, bit less complicated there are dream biscuits, there are be. dream diamonds. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, just, why? Just there diamonds are a lot of points. items. Well, there's just diamonds and points to buy stuff, but yeah. then there's also the dream shards, and then there's the things that you can break up into more dream shards, and but those yeah. are all just items. That's like Stardust in Pokemon Go. Yeah, the dream shards are just like Stardust, which is whatever. I mean, like, you're you're you you're literally using the dream shards to level up and that's it from my understanding yeah the fact that there are only two currencies you need for the shops is less than some other games true maybe three i think there's a difference between paid and non-paid diamonds well there's the there's the premium like i i get access to like the back of the store right I'm, yeah. I get, I, I, they like move the beads <laughs> over and i get to walk in and my 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 stuff is like slightly discounted from the regular exchange store yeah, but if you go into the general store and you click on your diamonds, can you guys see even see the premium balance. store? Does it let you click? Yeah. It? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, we okay. can see it. But if you go into the diamond store, it tells you the difference between paid diamonds and non-paid diamonds, and it says that paid diamonds will be used first. So that at least is being taken into account. I don't think that it keeps me from buying anything. But if I open the app; it's going to know that I'm cheating. <laughs> it's true. You're going to know. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not that good. 
And I don't I don't know if I've seen another game do that. So if I go into my premium exchange store, I've bought all the Poke Biscuits for the week, which for me, a Poke Biscuit's only 100. I think for you guys, it's 150. Mm-hmm. And so you have to wait until the store restocks. So if I want more Poke Biscuits, I can't literally buy them for 100 points because I bought them all. Mm-hmm. So I either have to go to the, 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 the pleb store and pay more money. 150 or i have to pay <laughs> real money like those are my only two options because i've okay. purchased all of the ones in the premium store but that's all just with points with sleep points yes. yeah and that's a different thing because you can't buy sleep points right so they're limiting your purchases on the things that don't cost actual money yes and then so you I, can I go was, and just keep paying actual money. And I think every so I think everyone can earn six hundred diamonds pretty easy. Like if you've played the game for like a week and you're just doing the tasks, because some tasks will give you diamonds. I think everyone should be able to, get to like I have eight hundred diamonds right now. I haven't spent any money. I've just been doing like the tasks or whatever. So I yeah. so if if you are listening I have to the show, nine hundred and seventy. That's because you're 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 you. I'm missing. I'm missing the most important meal of the day. This is why I'm behind. I'm missing breakfast. Um. So I think if if you do have the diamonds, I do think that one bundle is probably the one that is worth it. The one you should get, which is the release celebration small. Seems yeah. The one that's not fifty dollars. Six hundred gems. One. It's it's fifteen pokey biscuits and three friend incense. And when I was looking at the incense, the friend incense seems to be the best one. Which friend incense is ensures at least one Pokemon during snack time will be hungry. Growth is double the amount of XP. Uh, Luck is double the amount of dream shards. And then focus is double the research XP. And there are also the Pokemon-specific incense that you can earn. So I've gotten a Rotata-specific incense, which will just attract extra Rotata. What? I haven't if seen those to go down that. That sounds awesome. You can earn it through one of one of the things you earn. Um, and I used the friend incense last night, and it was really nice to wake up to one Pokemon that I knew that I could catch, pretty much. Um, although I think... It may have ended up being on an evolved Pokemon. I, I got two Pokemon that were extra hungry today. That was very nice. So One of them are, I wasn't able to catch. I feel like I catch two Pokemon a day. Easy. Yeah, that's just because you're buying stuff. <laughs> well, okay. Again, I have not bought anything <laughs> with gems. I've been spending my points. But I have yeah, not given you money. you're still spending them. Yeah, yeah. So how many points do you have? Uh, like... Because I, I, I had way more than 4,000 points, so I got the Master Ball, and now I'm, I'm, I'm probably sitting at about 1,000. Yeah, I have 4,500 points. I have bought I have maybe 3, three or four Poke Biscuits total. Okay. But that's it. I'm not buying Poke Biscuits every day. I'm oh, just yeah. I was, I I was buying for, probably for at least two Poke Biscuits a day. Yeah. So um, it, it's funny I that you're, recommend- you're, you're such a you're higher Ultra Ball, but... Like I'm, I have more Pokemon. Even so, it, there's no correlation of like that doesn't matter because it only well, matters. I can them. catch different kinds of Pokemon. I can catch more kinds of Pokemon than you can because of how quickly I am going through because of how many meals I'm feeding my Snorlax. Oh, because when Snorlax with the is powering incense, up, he's getting mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I had a with the friend incense. I would recommend I would recommend doing the friend incense at the end of the week when your Snorlax is more powerful. Ooh, that's so a good that tip. So that you could potentially uh, high get a high, um, rarer Pokemon showing up being hungry. I I just don't like if if you just cared about completing your Pokedex or mm-hmm. like getting as many Pokemon as possible. Or I mean that I mean that's the point of the game, right? Is to like finish your sleep decks. That yeah. has nothing to do really with powering up Snorlax. Oh yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, you could get like the it, random no, RNG. It does. If you're trying to complete your sleep decks, you need to be able to see the Pokemon that you don't have in your sleep decks, and you need the Snorlax to be stronger for that. Nah, you just keep getting Rattatas over and over until you have enough candy, and then you evolve it to Eradicate. I mean, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Done and dusted. The, sl- the slow way. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a Cubone, and today I got a Marowak, and the Marowak was hungry, and he needed 12, in, 12 hearts, and mm-hmm. my premium biscuit gave him all 12 hearts, so I got him right. instantly. So, like, the, the premium thing is busted in the sense of, like, I'm guaranteeing, I, I'm pretty much guaranteed a Pokemon. If it's hungry and mm-hmm. I have premium, that's, like, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And it is not for a non-premium. I had a Weepin' Bell show up and a Toxicroak show up today. And the Weepin' Bell was hungry and I used my daily biscuit on it and it did not. I mean, it only got 9 out of 12. So it's going to take at least one more day, if not two. Have you had it where, like, for sure that Pokemon's coming back the next day? I don't think so. What do you mean? Because I've, I've never had it where, like, because I have premium biscuits or enough biscuits... <laughs> the, again, I have not b- purchased any biscuits with her money. I've just been using points. I have never had it where like I've given a Pokemon like two biscuits and then it says it's full and then it leaves. Or I've uh-huh. never like given it a biscuit and mm-hmm. oh, I don't have any. So I, it's only like two out of six and then it leaves. So I've heard it comes back and it still remembers that you gave it a biscuit. Oh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily come back the next day okay, but okay, when okay. it comes back. It remembers. And yes, that's happened to me a lot because I don't have the premium biscuits. The premium biscuit, crazy good. (laughs) (laughs) I am using the fancy tent this week. Oh. uh, Because you're supposed to- Does it actually change things? Uh, Well, the tent still stays the same color. Uh, Which I, so it says, uh, so it says one day of effect left. An extra Pokemon will appear for your sleep research and be extra hum- hungry. That's not guaranteed, though. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe that is guaranteed. I, I, it's hard to tell. Cooking pot will be 50% larger. This, I mean, the, the tent lasts for a full week. I don't think the tent is good to, so if you haven't used your tent ticket, I would hold off because I just unlocked a bigger pot today. Mm-hmm. So I think. I could do like 23 instead of 15, but now I can do 26, I think, because the pot, the larger pot added plus three. But even so, like, I have like two ingredients. I have like honey and apples, and like sometimes I have like sausage, but like I can't really make a How lot do you of have different so many things. Pokemon and not enough ing- ingredients. No, I, I, I can, I can like cap it out, but it, it's. I don't know, like, I'm not getting anything. Like, I'm just I'm making fancy apple salads over and over. and eggs and apples, and I just got a Pokemon that can bring sausage, and I'm getting oil. And- oh, okay, so I have all that, but okay. because Snorlax said he just wanted salads this week, uh, I switched yeah. my team to Pokemon that were mostly bringing apples. 
And then Got I it. thought maybe honey was okay for salads, but he don't. It's just it's just a flavor enhancer at this point. <laughs> I was like, ah, maybe maybe honey and salad goes together. I don't know. I've never eaten I a mean, salad before. <laughs> this is valid. You haven't. And then it says helpers will work twenty percent faster, and then helpers will be able to carry twenty percent more berries. This is a ten dollar ticket, by the way. I only got it because the premium thing gave gives you one a month for free. Um, so like. If I think I said this last week, if you are ever considering to buy the good camp ticket and you don't have premium, just get a month of premium because you get this ticket for free and you get all the other benefits. Don't ever buy this ticket alone. It makes no <laughs> sense. You get one a month for free. But again, if, you, if you're on your premium free trial, that means you got one, right? I would not maybe use it until you are confident like i kind of regret using it the second week i'm glad i used it because i'm like okay what does it do but like since you're still in the early stage of the game i feel like what hannah said with the incense like use it nor the end end of the week to get better benefits yeah but the camp lasts the whole week the incense only lasts one night yeah it does but i feel like if i had just better pokemon prepped for it like i like okay I am now to the point where I have so many Pokemon where I'm like, okay, these are actually good. Like their their natures line up with their abilities or their abilities are really strong. And I, I didn't know a lot of that until trial and error, right? Like, yeah, is, there is, is it, a lot to this game. <laughs> is it worth it to have like Pikachu power up Snorlax 400? Like right now, yes. In the future, maybe no, because 400 is like small in the grand scheme of things. Like I found a like... I found a Bulbasaur that is just killing it by bringing stuff. He's bringing so much stuff compared to everyone else. So it's, it is that trial and error of like, he has the right ability and the right nature. And he's just, he's just, he's bringing boatloads of stuff every day. And then these other Pokemon are not like, I have a, I had a Jigglypuff that was like level five. I got, I got her at level, level four. And that Marowak I just got today is level nine and it's it has the same skills as the jigglypuff but it's like way better like yeah so it's like leveling oh right jigglypuff's off the team does leveling up your pokemon does seriously help i got my pikachu past level 10 and that changed the game yeah once me, pikachu got more yeah so I, many I, I had a pikachu and a pichu just to power up a pikachu because pichu's obviously getting pikachu candy and once pikachu mm -hmm. hit 10 he's he's killing it too he's bringing mm -hmm. everything <laughs> So I, I love how... Did you how... optimize your Pokemon to bring the right berries for Snorlax? That's the other thing I want to make sure people know. <laughs> that Snorlax good. has preferred berries every week. Yeah, and, that's, and that's why you're supposed to change your box. team. Yeah. Yep. Because Snorlax has preferred berries yep. and preferred it's not meals. Happen. Yep. So like I love how in-depth the like well, like we just talked about how like in-depth this game could be, but it's also like slow at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because you can't do too much. It's mostly like strategizing your week of like this is the five pokemon i'm bringing because this is what snorlax wants and that's going to optimize my snorlax which is then supposed to, it's literally like a cookie clicker or a trimps in a sense like it is very similar to magikarp jump of like i'm going to optimize this stuff i'm going to check in three or four times a day and then i'm going to come back which is like the kind of game i absolutely love Th mm -hmm. That being said, the sleeping part of the game is still bad. Like, if you are only getting this <laughs> to track your sleep, it is bad at doing that. Like, it's does a bad it... sleep tracker. <laughs> but the it's a game good part, sleep incentive. The game part is pretty okay. 
and it's way, way, way more detailed than I expected it to be. I'm still not sure if it's too detailed or not, because there is a lot going on. I'm still really enjoying it, though. Yeah, I like it a lot. The last thing I'll say is there is a small part of me that wakes up in fear of stuff not working. <laughs> like, which is... You've which, had it crash once, which, right? I, I, no, everything's worked fine okay. for me. Like, okay, I've had the app here. crash by going too fast before. Yes. <laughs> like, if if, if they're well, collecting berries, and then if you go to try to, like, feed him, but then you back out, and you, like, go to a different menu, the game, like, kicks you back to title. Yeah, like you're I do everything do in a specific order, so I don't feed Snorlax berries until I'm about to close the app, so it just doesn't crash on me. Yeah, if you go too fast, it, like, crashes. I haven't lost any sleep data or anything like that. This, this Well, okay, so... I, I am the person that has like five alarms, right? Like I have like the the like six fifty, six fifty five, seven o'clock, seven oh five. This is like a real thing that other people have. And the non the non like six alarm people don't get it. So I, I have like the six alarms, right? And when I was like twenty two, I found this alarm clock that had like wheels. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking but about. But the whole point of the alarm clock was when it went off, it would drive off your oh, no. bedside table, <laughs> and then it would force you to get up to chase it, because then you would have to get up and then turn it off, and then because you're out of bed, you don't have, like, six alarms, right? And what happened was, instead of it, like, like beep, 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 and then rush off the counter and then like slide into the bed and it's like driving around and stuff and you're trying to get it i would be so terrified of that happening i would wake up in like cold sweats before it would go <laughs> off and i would be at it, it, it i guess it worked in a sense of like i'm so scared of this thing going off <laughs> that is Please that tell is, me this isn't happening with Pokemon Sleep. It is. And like I, no, I have no. been waking up like ten minutes before like the the time I think I'm getting up because like I'm like I don't know I, like it's not as bad. But like there's a there's a I think I wake up of like, oh, did everything work? Did my Pokeball Plus die? Did it fall off? Did Archer step on it? Did the app crash? Like I have this little I have this small, not a huge amount of anxiety, but a small amount of anxiety <laughs> of like, oh, it's all gonna break. But it's been working just fine for you so far. I know it's Greg. Greg's propaganda over yeah. here is, is well. A lot of people have been having issues. There, there are a lot of ways that this can go wrong. It's very easy to roll over on top of the Pokeball Plus. The app Look, crashes all the time. Yep. But as like a premium okay. user, I shouldn't be as a premium user. I shouldn't be as upset because I should be able to go back and like fix it. But yeah. it doesn't let you edit stuff. No. Like, still that, like, Look. weird Wednesday where it was like, you slept four hours, and I was like, <laughs> but I, I didn't. Maybe I accidentally hit the Pokeball Plus, and it recorded, and I accidentally stopped it. Like, that's my only assumption, is I accidentally hit it when it was in my pocket. Like, I can't go back and delete that. It's just, you've you've slept four hours randomly in the middle of the day, but I was like, I didn't, but, like, I'll, I guess I'll take the points, but, like, I didn't do that, <laughs> and I can't, like, tell you I didn't do that. You are caring way too much about all this. <laughs> if you're waking up being like, oh, man, I better check and make sure it worked. It's not it's not worth it. Like, it's supposed to help your sleep, not make it worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Greg on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is that is that is not what the game should be doing. <laughs> it is helping a little bit. Like, I, I, I like Hannah is is, you know, I'm not on 
TikTok as long. It, well, like here, here, like I think sometimes I would, I would like go on TikTok and then I'd be like, okay, like let me check Reddit real quick, let me check my emails, set my alarm, and then like maybe sneak back to TikTok. But I feel like once I, once the Pikachu does his lullaby, it is for me this now like I don't touch my phone anymore. Like once I hit the lullaby. I am pretty much like done for the night, and I think I you know, I do I do like that. Uh, this is this falls in line with my no TV, no screens in the bedroom. It, when we're in that bedroom, they all go off. Just go somewhere else to do that stuff. It's the same thing. Like you train yourself that it is okay to do those things at the cost of your sleep when you have them in your bedroom. So if you just Never do that. Like if I'm tired and I'm like, I am somewhat tired, but not I don't think I can sleep. I'm not going into the bed because I don't want to associate the bed with anything other than sleeping. Maybe one or two other things, but we are not going to talk about that. But the bed is to sleep in. It is not to watch TV. It is not to play on my phone. It is not to do these things. It is just for sleep. And I'm pretty digital, you know. Brent, I have all said the same is like, if you're going to watch your phone, go sit in the tub because this is not where we do that stuff. This is for where we sleep you, or he already can't sleep the way it is. So go be uncomfortable. The tub is for rubber duckies and to be clean. Correct. No and phone time. for him to almost drop his phone multiple <laughs> times into the water. You got to put a Ziploc bag. <laughs> you got a Ziploc I mean, bag that that's phone. solid Look, sleep advice. Before he got the CPAP, he would sleep bathe which means he would grab all of his stuff go start the bathtub and get in the bathtub and never once be awake for that process his most brain was mostly asleep and he was just going through the motions so he would often be like i just woke up because the phone fell out of my hand and that was the first time my brain was aware of what was happening <laughs> i'm in the tub the tub is filling with water that's kind of terrifying I used to be the person who would fall asleep watching like The Simpsons. Like I had like an oh, Apple I TV know. with all The Simpsons on it, <laughs> and I, I would I would always like fully be awake and watch an episode, and then never remember what the second episode was. So I'd be like, get to bed, bring my water, lay down, watch the first episode for twenty two minutes, and then the second episode would start. I would never remember which one the second episode was. Like I'm I'm out after twenty two minutes. And then when I moved here, I didn't have everything set up and I was I was able there's no TV, right? So the last 2 years I've lived here, I don't fall asleep with a TV. The the exception is when I travel on a hotel. And the main reason I have a TV on when I travel in a hotel is just to cancel out the hallway noises. That's pretty much it. And I don't sleep like I know the whole like, well, you shouldn't have the TV on, you'll sleep you you sleep worse with the TV. It's no different to me. Like I'm still like for some people I understand that like the TV on does affect them and does affect it's just like Greg. I'm watching Greg like slime a G feel and being like, Oh, you're sleeping? Like it like I I yeah. it, everyone is different. Like for me, TV on or TV off doesn't affect my quality of sleep. Although I don't like waking up at 5 a.m. with the TV on. Like, I tr I always do set the timer when I, I have a TV for it to auto shut off. But because like, sometimes when you're in a hotel and you wake up and the TV's on and they're doing like. Yeah, I just didn't even know TVs had a timer. Oh, what? what? They've had timers since the I, 80s. I <laughs> we need to take a breath. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't do this. We cannot go down this rabbit hole today. 
We're going to have to start an entire mini-series, things that TVs could do that Hannah had no clue. Did you know the primary colors of light are... <laughs> yeah. I know that. TVs, there's like a timer button on the remote. I know that my audiobook app has a timer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I use when I go to sleep. <laughs> I quit. Well, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Look, you've heard us talk about ExpressVPN before. You've also heard us talk about how we only run ads for products we actually use. So putting two and two together, you've also heard us talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy. We did the research for you here. We wanted a VPN we could trust. We wanted a VPN that was reliable. And we wanted a VPN that we had full confidence in. And that is ExpressVPN. Let's talk about why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. There are lots of free and cheap VPNs that make money by selling your data to advertisers. ExpressVPN does not do this. Number two is speed. ExpressVPN uses what is called Lightway, a new VPN protocol engineered to make speeds faster than ever. And when I'm at the airport, I am still streaming in HD with zero buffering. And that's personally when I use ExpressVPN is when I travel to the airport because, you know, you get to LAX and all of a sudden it says 300 different free LAXs and you're like, these are not correct. I'm going to turn ExpressVPN on. And finally, it's just not us over here on this podcast saying ExpressVPN is great. Business Insider, The Verge, and other tech journalists out there rate ExpressVPN number one in the world. So protect yourself with a VPN that we on the show here use and trust. Use our link expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST today and get an extra three months free on your on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST. Expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST to learn more and to make Will and us proud. And we are back from our break. Uh, so the last starter ever, ever. Yes, they're never making they're another. They're never making another. Again. This is it. We're done. <laughs> it's done. No Gen run. Ten. No Gen Ten. Nope. This is it. Gen so, Ten will uh, have no starters. <laughs> calling it now. So the seven star Rillaboom raid happened this weekend. It will be repeating this upcoming weekend. If you're listening to this on Monday, it will be repeating. I will not be able to help you because I will be in Japan. So sorry. I normally help both weekends. I cannot help you this weekend. Yeah, go, I go had ahead. to do it this weekend because I'll be in Gen Con and I'm not bringing my Switch. Seven Star Rillaboom showed up. The reason I say this is because uh, like Sword and Shield, we knew a handful of Pokemon that were not accessible in the game beforehand. We knew that there were a handful of starters that were in the game. Turns out all the starters ended up being seven star raids, starting with Charizard, Greninja, 
moving forward. There are no more starters in the game. I want to be clear. There are no more. There is no Incineroar. There is no Meganium. There is no uh, Primarina. There are there for all everyone that keeps saying I can't wait for the Gen three starters to come. There are no more starters in the game. We are done. That Rillaboom was the last one. That being said. The DLC could add more starters. <laughs> like they could add I more sure starters so. at any moment. They could, yes, they could push a random update and add more starters. But this is not the Pokemon Sleep team where they're pushing an update every five hours. This is <laughs> you maybe get an update once every like four months. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fix anything. No, uh, there could be repeats of seven. Like I don't know what's happening this summer. My assumption was that the first part of the DLC was supposed to come out this summer. That DLC is a summer-based festival in Japan. Ironically, Worlds is like a summer-based festival in Japan. Yep. (laughs) Much like the raffles, we didn't get the DLC either. (laughs) So I I would assume that ideally this would have lined up with Rillaboom ending around the time the DLC should have been coming out. That would have added more starters, and then the seven-star raids would have continued with whatever starters the DLC would have added. I'm going to take a wild guess and be like Blastoise and Venusaur, because we already have Charizard, and they can use Blastoise and Venusaur to easily sell DLC. If there's one thing that Blastoise and Venusaur fans have in common, is they're very mad that Charizard gets special treatment. So uh, they will gladly pay money for their two favorite Pokemon or whichever one they like more than Charizard. I think that like seven star raids was their long term starter plan. People love starters. They've done eight months of starters in seven star raids. They've varied in popularity depending on like, let's face it, Greninja and Charizard are just incredibly popular, right? Like i still stand by at least doing every single one of these raids on twitch chestnut seemed to be the flattest one <laughs> and i mean we know that chestnut is not i'm not hating on chestnut although i don't yeah, like him are. we just know that chestnut is not the most popular starter he's very i would assume meganium would also rank pretty low again not hating on meganium it's just we know based off polls and popularity numbers that these pokemon always poll very poorly compared to greninja and charizard we do know that there was a possibility of legendary raids Mm -hmm. um there was a data mine of and when i say there was a data mine just because a pokemon exists in the code it doesn't guarantee anything i want to be very clear that like victini was technically in sword and shield code but there was no way to get victini at all um so just to be very clear here like take this stuff with a small grain of salt i don't know why that's an expression but there's probably some lore behind it so we know mewtwo's in the code and there was uh there was information showing that mewtwo would be in a raid but it was not catchable and if you brought a Mew, the Mew would get the Mightiest Mark. So your own Mew you brought would get the Mightiest Mark if it fought against the Mewtwo. Your Mew would also get a stat boost if it was brought to a Mewtwo raid. So that would maybe be the assumption of what's coming next. Ironically, they also added Mewtwo to Pokemon Unite. So that maybe kind of lines up a little bit. Sometimes there's some lining up of their games sometimes sometimes they just randomly drop 
Team Rocket collection with no rhyme or reason. Who knows? We had legendary and mythical raids in Sword and Shield. We had a Mewtwo one. You could not catch it. Uh, we had a Zeraora one. You could not catch it. We had Urshifu. We had Glastrier. We had Spectrier. You could not catch them. Um, that being said, the reward structure in this game has been better, right? Like, there wasn't that much incentive to do Glastrier. You couldn't catch it. The rewards were pretty average. It wasn't very hard because I think the max level for those, like, were, what, 65, 70? I think the Mewtwo in Sword and Shield was 80? Um, and I think the Zeraora was like one was 60, but the shiny one was like level 100, but the rewards weren't that. I mean, the reward was like, do a hundred thousand Zeraora, and then we'll give you a shiny one for free through Pokemon Home. I would tend to lean to believe the, the, the concept of this Mewtwo would not be catchable. It would just be very hard. If you brought a Mew, it would get a mighty mark. If you didn't bring a Mew, you get, you still get the rewards. I, I don't know. They've given away a lot of Mews, right? If you bought BDSP, you mm-hmm. got a free Mew. If you bought Let's Go Pikachu with the Pokeball, you got a free Mew. If you go in Pokemon Home right now, or sorry, Pokemon Go right now, and you spend the $5, you get the ticket to get the shiny Mew. If you already have, if you can't see that ticket, that means you already got the shiny Mew. You probably also got a regular Mew in Pokemon. Like, they have given ways to get Mew recently. But I guess that's the whole point of Mythical, right? Mythical equals marketing. They've marketed Mew quite a few times the last two years. And then, again, how old is Let's Go? Five years? (laughs) Yep. So, um, I don't know what the rest of the summer is going to be. Because we're we're out of starters. And I don't know if they're just going to pump out, like, multiple legendary raids. (laughs) I mean, there were also a lot of bugs. Chestnut had a whole month before it because of all the bugs. So their timeline was already at least a little off. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're end of July, though, and now we're out of raids, where if Chestnut didn't have a bug, it would have probably, we would have probably been caught up at the beginning of June, and then, like, that made sense for DLC for me, is June. I mean, I guess it was Mm -hmm. like, well, the the armor came out, I don't know. Like, June, July does make sense for a summer festival. They they also seems like I guess we didn't talk about this enough, but like there was a point when like Charizard, Greninja, Cinderace, when they came, they had like bonus raids with them. It was like, oh, yeah. you could do like Bronzong yeah. or Florges or Mimikyu. And then at a yeah. certain point, they literally they just, gave up on that. They were like, yeah, no one's doing these. Did they make it all the way through all of the version exclusives? Because that was what those raids were mostly for, was to help people get version exclusives. If no, no, I'm not talking about version trade. exclusives. I'm talking about they would pair two Pokemon that were like okay oh, counters okay. against okay. the seven star. Right. So for Charizard, it was like Florges, and it, I think it was like Mimikyu. And then for Cinderace, it was like Gengar and like bronzong or something i think so and they did that for like the first three and then like they just they were like we're just we're not doing this anymore well i guess the only paradox that is version is wait what were the no there's a lot of paradox pokemon that are version exclusive but i guess great tusk and iron Preds are the only one that are based off the same pokemon yeah well other than the the box legends yeah yeah <laughs> but there's like no equivalent to like sandy shocks or flutter mane or iron Correct. hands right like yeah the, the great tusk and iron treads are the only one based off 
Don yeah. fan. Yeah. And they did that, and that broke the game. <laughs> but yeah, I think they've done all version exclusives, right? Armor Rouge, Cerule Edge, which technically aren't really version exclusives, because it was just item-based. Um, uh, they made it through a good chunk of them, at least. I definitely wasn't keeping track. Like High Dragon... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Haxorus or whatever the other one was yeah I mean Maybe they did Blissey what like three raids. times they did Blissey raids like twice three times I'd be happy for them to just yeah, have Blissey raids Blissey? every week yeah. squeeze another one in <laughs> we had nothing Blissey. last week they could have done another Blissey run <laughs> you know you want to talk about a game that has had not only a rocky launch but just bad luck as well <laughs> I still think of Scarlet and Violet very fondly. I just don't pick it up unless there's a raid to do. I mean, I play it a lot, but... Or a mystery gift. Because they have been doing a lot of mystery gifts. They have, which, which you know, is good. I mean, like, there's a lot of picnic stuff, but there's also a lot of, like, items in between, like, shards or bottle caps. And then, uh, unfortunately, TMs, because the TM machine is still bad. Um, and then Pokemon. I mean, we're supposed to be getting a. <laughs> you like Gastrodon? Because we're getting the seventeenth <laughs> Gastrodon next week in the world. I will be honest. I'm at the point that I kind of resent having to go into Scarlet and Violet to redeem things. I'm just like, you know, why not open that game? Why not open a better game? And I'm on the other side where every time I go and open it to get a mystery gift, I think, hey, maybe I should play through my Violet version because I never actually did that. And I have a whole other storyline to finish. And I am waiting till both DLCs are out because I redid Sword after both DLCs out and that game felt so wild when they're like at level 15. Hey, do you want to go to these other places? Can I do anything there? <laughs> sure, I'll go. Heck yeah. It, so I'm curious to see. I, I'm not going to do it until everything's out and I can kind of get the experience of what. And maybe the games will work better and I won't be so annoyed by them. It's uh, weird because like I like Scarlet and Violet that I keep going back to it. I mean, obviously, like I play Pokemon for a living. Um, and I'm very privileged to do that, but like I have so many other games I can play. <laughs> like I don't have to play Scarlet. But I can play BDSP. I can play Legends. I can play. I, I go back to Sword and Shield. <laughs> like there's a lot. Bring up BDSP. You are not willingly playing those games. <laughs> there's a couple of things in BDSP I gotta finish. I got. <laughs> I got that shiny shaman though. I got really lucky on that. But like, what's weird to me is like I think about Scarlet and Violet, and I like the one thing that bothers me. This is a bothers me personally is like I'm I haven't got to master rank at all in Scarlet and Violet, mm. and I was getting to master rank every single season in Sword and Shield, and I I do like Dynamax more than I like Terrestrialization, um, at least in like at least in in a closed team sheet. like ladder kind of situation like dynamax is just way more predictable of like "Mm, you're probably not going to dynamax that dusclops are you nah porygon 2 is probably not dynamaxing it's probably going to be that reggie key you brought whereas like terrestrialization in a closed team sheet is really hard to be like 
one, I don't know which one's going to terrestrialize. Two, I have no clue what terrestrialization you have. Like, it could be any of these 18. Like, um, so I don't like it as much, but, like, I would like to do competitive. It's just the raid stuff, because it requires more prep work than raids mm-hmm. in Sword and Shield, I find myself doing raid prep. And I like doing that. I like building Pokemon for raids. I think that's really fun. Like, I love doing that. It's very time-consuming. And then, like, I feel like I am wasting more time exploring the world because everything's just so spread apart where I felt like in Sword and Shield, I would explore the whole world within, like, 45 minutes and be like, okay, I picked up all my items, I checked all my raid dens, I talked to the people who refresh every day, once a day. So I feel like... I have more to do in Scarlet and Violet, but Scarlet and Violet is using my time differently which is like restricting me from doing other stuff like it's a good problem to have i guess like there is enough to do but also like i could easily go back to old pokemon games and be like oh i forgot to do this i didn't do this like uh i don't know like i i know i see the complaint of like uh the only thing left to do in scarlet and violet is raids it's the only thing that brings me back it's literally what hannah just said moments ago is like i'll only turn on the game for raids but like, yeah, that's all I do. You can turn the game on for raids. You can turn the game on for shiny hunting. You can turn the game on for competitive. Is there anything else you can really do? Like, I guess finish your Pokedex, but I'm assuming most people, like, that should I mean, be, like. It's a Pokemon game. You can always set your own wild goal. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> I think my biggest issue is my initial impression of it was so frustrating with how sort of kludgy it is and the longer we go without ever really having a lot of the kludginess fixed the less i'm like i just i don't i don't really want to jump into this time sink where i'm reminded what i want it to be and how far we're not from like again we haven't seen substantial updates and they don't happen all that often and the ones when they were updating it was like well, we didn't really need that fix but i guess but like (laughs) when i'm still doing raids and i'm still locked in three minutes of i have no idea what's happening and suddenly everybody around me is dead and so am i and i had no clue and that's we are many months into the life cycle of this game it is just emotionally it feels like going back to twitter like emotionally i don't want to be here because I know what it could be and what it was and what your other games were. And this ain't it. And so it's really hard to be like, OK, so I'm not going to spend a couple of hours making a Pokemon for this new raid for this new thing so that I could do it for a couple of hours. And then I've made this Pokemon that may or may not even be applicable to anything else in the game or any other raid going forward. Like I'm making a one off thing. And it's weird in the fact that, like, when I look, because people are like, well, you do raids in Final Fantasy all the time. I'm like, yeah, but I'm always improving the one character, the one thing that I am. I'm always putting resources into that. I'm making myself look like that thing. And the weird thing for me with raids is I'm often building a Pokemon that I don't really care about, that I have no attachment to just to get past this door and then i may never think of them again on the other hand though 
you're using Pokemon that you may otherwise never use. You're getting a chance to invest in Pokemon and spend time with Pokemon that otherwise you may never even have put in a team. And I'm Correct, really enjoying but that. For for one use. Like At again, I I build it once and then I put it on the shelf because <laughs> the next raid that comes that is no longer applicable. That doesn't apply at all and it's probably bad for it. So I mean, I know I know you're not like a shiny hunter, but like that was no. a that was a shiny hunter mentality of like and I I I always hated my own Twitch chat for doing that. I would spend like 2 weeks looking for a shiny pokemon and we would get it and the first thing like 100 people would say is like, "Okay, what's next?" Like, geez, I haven't even, we haven't even finished the registration part. Like, we just caught it. Like, calm down. Yeah. But, like, that is a shiny, like, it's not a bad, it's just a, it's just a way of thinking of, like, okay, I got it. What's the next one? Okay, I got it. What's the next one? But I, I, I have seen a lot of people that, like, you know, I try to recommend a lot of Pokemon every, every time a raid comes through, right? Like, oh, like, for, for Rillaboom, it was, like, Iron Hands and Chestnut, or, mm -hmm. sorry, not Chestnut, Iron Hands and Houndstone and <laughs> Dragonite and, um... Uh, what else did I recommend? Uh, whatever, you know, I, I recommended six Pokemon. And so it's nice that people can look and be like, oh, I really like Houndstone. Cool, like that. And then there's there's people that go like further of like, oh, not only do I like Houndstone, but like I want a shiny hunt Houndstone. Or like, oh, cool, I got a shiny Iron Hands a week ago. I can use that here. So there is like this. I 100% get what you're saying, Greg, of like, I don't want to like, I put all this energy into Houndstone and when's the next time I'm going to use Houndstone? Like, it's just going to sit in the box. But I feel like that that they're solving that that has been a problem in past Pokemon games. And they're, they're like slowly solving that of like, okay, we're we're giving you things to do with these Pokemon that isn't just like, okay, cool. I got the shiny. I don't care about competitive. I don't I just got it. It's just going to look yeah, pretty. I, I don't. Again, it's not a problem that there aren't things to do. The problem is the emotional ties for me don't exist when I have to play the game this way. I don't. It's the same problem that I had with competitive. It's the same problem I have with a lot of competitive things where if I don't have a connection to those Pokemon, being forced to use them does not solve that issue for me. Being forced to be like, oh, well, you've never used a Houndstone before. Yeah, for a reason. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> I, like I it. I thought you were and a every, dog person. <laughs> and every time I have to use it, I'm reminded that the choice of me make doing this was really not my choice. I didn't really have a lot of choice going into this. I was forced to make this thing because the ones that I do like don't fit the mold. And that is a me thing, but that is a thing that exists. And when I go in to do like Rillaboom raids where I'm like, well, I have to do it this weekend. And unfortunately, I'm busy. So I'm doing it at like eight in the morning. And who the heck knows is going to be on, but it's the <laughs> only time I have to do it. And it's just going to be a nightmare. That isn't, that doesn't feel great. It just feels like, and now I'm doing this because it's a chore. And that's my problem with like Animal Crossing. It's also my problem with a lot of farm sim games where I'm like, I don't want to do my real chores. Look <laughs> at my room. It's chaos. I don't want to have to do it in my fun time either. Hey, there's a new Hello Kitty Animal Crossing game that's out on Apple Arcade. Yeah, I just saw that and I'm like, boy, oh, no. It, people are. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's just like. 
I don't. I don't think anyone's saying raids raids are bad. I'm just saying. Uh, I think. I think. I think it is. It is a. It is a cool thing that they added that yeah. isn't competitive. That isn't like the battle tower because you can also argue battle towers competitive, right? Like you gotta yeah. build the team for that. Um, but I don't like w- like what would what would what would you think like is contest the thing you're looking for? Like you can take your Baxcalibur into a contest because that's again, oh heck yeah, that is something it- you could do with the Pokemon that you connect with that isn't raids um, or isn't competitive. I I think if my initial experience with scarlet and violet had not been poor i wouldn't mind it still feeling bad now and like i'm back playing sword and shield and i'm like well i can bring just about anything to most of these raids yeah yeah, you can at sword and shield (laughs) you know it's fine and i can just be like this is what i've made and i'm gonna clear out some raids i'm gonna get my rewards i think having another raid experience in my life that I think is superior also negatively affects these. Yeah, where... I'm here with uh, Scarlet and Violet and Pokemon Go as my yeah. right experiences. Yeah, so like I have a thing that I've now been playing this game for 10 years and I don't get tired of those raids and I don't get tired of those dungeons because I am getting things to build up the one character that I have heavily invested in and I have a huge story with. And I think that disconnect for how I exist in games makes it hard for me to make an emotional leap to seven star rates. And I think seven star rates are a great idea. I think the raid system needs to stay through all of Pokemon. I think it's great. I just think this iteration of it and how it's currently implemented doesn't work for me i just cannot connect with it and i find it more annoying than fun um that is just me and is not in the condemnation of the seven star raid system it's just not it's just i like i have the ones that i like and i want to be able to use them to do difficult content and i can do that in a lot of other games i can do it in masters i can do it in a lot of other ways but i can't here and it's 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 just building on a foundation of frustration that i really hope the dlc fixes right like the dlc really changed sword and shield for the better Mm -hmm. and i'm really hoping that these will be able to change my perceptions of scarlet and violet um because we're we're just not there yet for me. And I, I, I do. I'm at the point of resentment when I have to go into that game. Hannah, did you enjoy your Rillaboom? I caught it. I put it in my <laughs> box. Did you catch a fancy it. ball? No, I've been catching them all in plain Pokeballs. Sorry. <laughs> luxury ball. <laughs> that luxury ball life. <laughs> I did the whole thing where all of my Pokemon are in plain Pokeballs in this game, except for the, except for the ones that I had to get traded to me. The you are not, you are not alone in that. Like I, I know a handful of people that they just want everything in a plain Pokeball. I mean, my favorite Pokeballs are either friend balls or love balls, and those are hard to get right now. Yeah, they are hard so, to get. Plain Pokeballs, it is. Uh speaking of hard to get. It's hard for a lot of people to go to L.A. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's expensive. It's expensive, but it's not that hard to go there. They have flights pretty regularly. 
there's a new exhibit that opened in LA that is uh, Pokemon official. It is the, I don't know how to say this. Hannah probably does. Koge? Kogi? Koge. Yeah, Koge. They had this in Japan originally, um, but it's it's here now in LA. Pokemon are taking over the Hollywood gallery. Japan House Los Angeles presents Pokemon Koge, an ex, ex, uh, exhibition in which beloved animal creatures come to life with the work of Japanese craft, supervised by the National Craft Museum in Kanazawa, Japan, with the support of the Pokemon Company. This uh, contains 70 works by 20 artists using traditional Japanese art techniques from ceramic to copper. The uh, The exhibit is free, and it goes until January of 2024. Japan yeah, House is open there for a long time. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 11 to 8 Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then Pokemon Center has a little like plush that's like $35 or something that you can buy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Pikachu in a kimono. Yeah, it is very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 30, my mistake. Uh, it's still in stock. Purchase limit 10. For the people who need exactly 10, go ahead and buy 10. <laughs> what a crazy purchase limit. This is a really cool exhibit. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to LA, I'd be like, we're going to this, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to LA. Yeah. If I if I was going to LA for something, I would, I would definitely yeah. set time aside for this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, that means it said tickets are free. I don't know if you have to like, still book a spot generally you have to make a reservation so you'd have to be like we're going to come at this time generally when the free exhibits like this that are limited they're like okay well we need to control traffic so you didn't make a reservation time there are Uh, some pieces from this that i really really want to see in person though yeah like there is a lacquerware tea canister with a moltres on it that is traditional japanese lacquerware style and it is just absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous. If I could buy that kind of thing, I would. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so if you're in that area, it is it is it is there for pretty much the rest of the year. So you got plenty yep. of time. <laughs> there I, there is a timeout Los Angeles has uh a lot of pictures of the stuff that's on exhibit and there's some absolutely gorgeous items uh speaking of things coming this year the tcg cards are coming back to mcdonald's you'll love to see it (laughs) ronald is just a big collector of cards here we learned Mm -hmm. that the this is off pokey beach the annual pokemon is it annual at this point (laughs) is it it's pretty much once a year i guess yeah Yeah. yeah i sure I'll trust them to say annual. I'm not paying attention. We learned that the annual Pokemon... Yeah, you know, I trust Poke Beach. We learned that the annual Pokemon TCG promotion will start in Germany and Austria on July 27th, UK on August 23rd, um, and then United States and other countries sometime in August. I don't know if we have an exact date on that. Otherwise, I'm sure this blog post would have been updated. Uh, we have seen the cards because they're out in Germany. Uh, there will be 15 cards, 6 hollow featuring Sprigatito, Fuecoco, Quaxley, Sititan, P. 
Pikachu, and Cloth. As usual, you will get a booster pack with each Happy Meal toy. Each booster pack comes with four promo cards, one which is hollow. Uh, this year's toy will be Match and Battle. Like last year's toy, it's, it's not a good toy. No one, <laughs> it's a bad toy. As somebody who's gotten last year's, it's a bad toy. You're, you're pretty much getting a four-card booster pack. That's it. The question is, now that the Pokemon card boom is over... Is McDonald's going to be more lenient in just selling booster packs or are they mm. going to force the Happy Meals, which is their right to do. <laughs> it's their business. They can do what they want. But for two plus years, maybe even longer, honestly, at least the McDonald's in the Midwest and boy, did I go to a lot of McDonald's in the Midwest uh they would not require you they they would be like hey for the pokemon things you got to buy the whole meal we're just not selling toys um and we all be i think we all saw youtube videos of people driving through the drive-thru just buying uh you know a whole box entire car full yep car and they 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 stop that um i don't i don't know I, i i i don't know if uh if that is a thing that I'll be interested to see if those videos happen again. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I am sure there will be one McDonald's out there where that. That would happen. The very so when when Pokemon was at like peak. Uh, scalping. The hollow Pikachu getting pulled out of the McDonald's set was getting pulled for about $80 you would buy it um as of today that same pikachu is worth $9.17 i remember greg and i talking about psa and pokemon cards and very angry youtube comments that probably subscribe to twitter blue were uh yelling at us that we're wrong the card market is only going to go up it's not going to crash what are you talking about you should definitely psa all of your cards uh yeah how's that nine dollar pikachu treating you yeah you should have sold it when it was 80 I don't know, maybe that PSA 10 Pikachu is going for more than 80. Who knows? But also, who is buying that? Team Rocket. I feel like the TCG market, also other TCG news, is the Trick or Trade Booster Bundle uh, is back on Pokemon Center. Um, It's coming back. It's coming back. That's a fun one. They're doing new cards this year. It's... it's, uh, you will get 50 mini packs of TCG cards for $20. Each will contain three cards. None of these cards are rare or sought after, but they are. They're, I mean, they're for trick or treat. They are for you to give to kids or adults or anyone else under a mask to come up to your porch and, uh, you know, give them some Halloween cheer. I think I feel like the. The TCG space is really weird because they changed the booster packs and so like every booster pack is a hollow has at least one hollow rare um they got rid of like rainbow rares it seems like there's more balance in you know i this this is a very small sample and full disclosure the pokemon company sent me a booster box of 
Obsidian Flame, and they sent me a booster box of Paldea Evolved, and they sent me a booster box of Sword and Shield. 36 packs in a booster box, right? And in all three of those, I've had exactly 12 hits. A hit would be like EX or Full Art or Secret Rare or whatever, right? So that means one out of three booster packs, 12 divided by 36, one out of three is is a hit, which is on average what most people are experiencing. So there seems to be a balance of some sort. I don't want to say quality control because, boy, half of my cards are not even close to being centered, but <laughs> that's its own issue. And I feel like I see this uh, this conversation that's happening of like, well, no- nothing is really expensive in any of these sets. Like, the most expensive card, I think, in Paldea Evolved is like e- uh, Iono or whatever, and she's like 80 bucks. I mean... She was very expensive, obviously, back in Japan, and then obviously more people got their hands on sets, and it was easier to get. Blah, blah, we all we know we know this, right? Like if you if you get the cards like a month before everyone, of course it's going to be more expensive because you're like one of five people that have it. So in, in past sets, you would see multiple cards like uh, Evolving Skies is a really good example. Evolving Skies that had the Rayquaza, it had the Leafeon, it had the Umbreon. All of these cards were like $200 plus. I think, geez, I think that Umbreon is like $600 now aftermarket. I think that Leafeon is like $250, right? There's so many conversations to be had here. Like as a person, if as a kid, right? Like let's start, let's start off with 10-year-old Steve. I didn't know the value of Pokemon cards. I just wanted (laughs) one of every card, right? And I wanted to put them in order in my binder. And sometimes when I was bored, I would put them in Pokedex order. And then sometimes I would put them back in card order. We have all done this. You know that's a thing. (laughs) Like, like, Ivysaur comes after me. (laughs) Right? So I sorted them into types first and then Pokedex order. So as an adult, which, which, uh, with, with, a lot more money than I had as a kid, ideally, you would think, you would think that completing a Pokemon set as an adult would be significantly easier. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy a booster box, that's like a hundred bucks, maybe 120, I get open 36 packs, that's fun, we all like opening packs, opening packs is fun. We're gonna slide them into my binder, we're gonna be, we're gonna trade some of our extras, Maybe we'll buy a couple more packs at Target. Bab, bang, bop, boop, we're done. We complete. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Because what happens is you buy a booster box, you realize that you haven't even come close to completing the set. Mm-hmm. Maybe you buy a booster box. Maybe you buy a couple of singles. You're still not close to completing the set. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm never completing Evolving Skies because who in their right mind wants to spend $600 on an Umbreon to slide into this booster? Like, it's, it, like, it's, it's impossible, at least in the Sword and Shield era, to complete a set it, without just dropping like $2,000. Like, Umbreon is one expensive card. Umbreon. Rayquaza, uh, Leafeon, like you're at like a thousand dollars at that point for three cards. And like, there are some TCG people that do care about money, whether that's a business or whether they just 
like having expensive things and maybe they only want the Umbreon, right? They don't care about anything else in Evolving Skies. They don't care about the Rayquaza. They don't care about the Leafeon. They just want the Umbreon. I get it. But like, there's this weird disconnect of, I want to collect Pokemon cards because it's a hobby, but if I can't complete the set, what's the point? Like, if I, if, if I buy a booster box, I'm not even getting half of the mm-hmm. the cards I need. And now with Scarlet and Violet, it seems like they made, the, like, they turned this weird dial with Scarlet and Violet where it seems realistic now. It seems like, oh, I could actually maybe complete the set. But by turning that dial, it's like none of these cards are $200 or $300 or $600 anymore. So I think... That is a good... Th- I know people are going to hate me saying this. I, I I already feel the comments coming. I think that that is a good thing for the pure fact of collecting and finishing a set for somebody who wants to collect or even trade. I think that's good. You could argue, well, that's bad for like... I don't have a super valuable card at that point. I don't have a $600 card. But like... Why would the Pokemon company care? They don't make money from you selling a six. They don't care. They like don't that care. benefits them in no ways. Like if 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 you feel like you're getting better pulls, or you feel like it is more like going into a Paldea Evolved. I can remember the set and being like, the only thing I want is Iono, and I can't buy her because she's let's just say she's six hundred dollars. I can't I can't spend $600 on a card, but I've heard that it's easier to pull her, so I'm more willing to go to Target and buy a booster. Like it does benefit the Pokémon company more than it benefits resellers. We just talked about this Pikachu card at McDonald's like like resellers are not our friends. <laughs> like the people <laughs> driving these card prices up are 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 not benefiting the pe- the people who just want to I don't know. I think there's a complicated conversation there of like what is the right level on the dial of like they should feel somewhat valuable but also shouldn't be unobtain like completely unattainable like mm-hmm. putting a hundred dollars into a hobby every three months even if you only buy one booster box every three months that's still a lot of money for a hobby. Like, card collecting is is a pretty expensive... Like, Greg can speak to this for magic. Like, Mm -hmm. magic comes... Like, And and here's the thing with Pokemon cards. If you really do care about the value, the thing that is... The thing that is on your side is time. The older these cards get... Well, with the exception of that Pikachu. But, like... Like, a lot of cards, with very few exceptions, are worth a ton of money right out the gate. Like, time is what adds to these. Like, just look at my ancient Mew. I'm going to be able to buy a college campus with my ancient Mew because it is appreciating so much in value next to my Burger (laughs) King gold coins. Like, you just got to let it simmer a little bit. Yeah, for probably three or four centuries, because then it'll be really (laughs) worth something at that point. When somebody digs it up, they're like, look at this relic from the past. Mm -hmm. It was an ancient Mew. I think I think I think cards are in a really weird place. If, if the the too long didn't read is like the card economy is in a really weird place right now because the Scarlet and Violet sets are different. There's no, I mean, 
visually they're different. They got rid of the gold borders. They're not silver, but <laughs> they changed something. And so I don't know what the long-term effect of that is. I mean, I think every card, everything is reeling from what happened over COVID. And like magic just keeps pumping out sets despite literally everybody in their customer base saying stop please <laughs> stop this is way too much that one ring and got them a lot of attention though it yeah, did it worked. yeah that worked <laughs> but there are so many small stores that are have been telling their customers we are not getting that set in because we just paid $2,000 for the last set and we haven't sold through that stock and we don't have the margins to pay another $2,000 for another set of cards that will not be sold through and then we'll just have things because they keep coming out with something new and the next thing and so in order there are breaks that they have to buy to make it worthwhile to get discounts and they're like it's not worth it to buy one box but I can't keep investing so we're doing every third set. And so people are not going to their local same source. They're going to Amazon and Amazon can really be dicey when you buy cards. Um, so I think just across the board, cards are in a weird place because everybody still has fresh memories of the card craze. And we're like, that ended. <laughs> we're not there anymore. We're uh, done. Uh, you know, and top of inflation, like... Oh, yeah. Go, mm -hmm. Going back to... We started with McDonald's. Going back to McDonald's, it's like $14 for a meal at McDonald's now. A tw I, oh, I got a 20-piece nugget. Do you know a 20-piece nugget is like 10 bucks? Mmm. Like, yeah, I use the app. I, I'm, I'm a smart shopper. You know, you get that 20-piece nugget for $5, right? Like, I, I know what I'm doing, but like... Like... <laughs> when McDonald's is getting expensive, you know something's wrong. I mean, like, during the time where the card stuff was out of control, the Pokemon Center, I don't know if people remember this, the Pokemon Center used to have really cool packaging tape. It would be like Pikachu, like, wearing a little outfit, and then that would yeah. be how they taped up the boxes. And because yeah. it was solely because of TCG cards that if a scalper or a thief or whatever you be or the UPS man didn't get their paycheck for the week. If they saw the Pikachu tape, that would be stolen. Like that would be the package being opened because they knew that there was a high likelihood of cards in there and cards were at a all time high. Like that was like vivid voltage and all that stuff. And the Pokemon company literally had to, there is no tape anymore. You just get generic brown tape because of the card phase. That, that was all That's because so of sad. TCG cards. That such we, cool packaging. We don't get the fancy tape anymore. Y'all ruin this. Take your $99 <laughs> Yono card. You ain't, get, you ain't getting anything else. That's, our, that's, that's all we got for our show. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, here's, here's what I want to say, say about the McDonald's thing, because McDonald's is expensive now. If they are, look. I am not one to judge. If you want to go to McDonald's and you want to get like the Barbie Happy Meal because Barbie is your favorite thing and you're a 35-year-old woman or man, 
and you just grew up on Barbie and you want the Barbie Happy Meals, go get the Barbie Happy Meals. Don't let people like shame you into like, oh, this is a kid thing. Like, get the Barbie Happy Meal. Like, whatever. If you are an adult and you want to collect all 14 Pokemon cards because you're never going to collect any other set in the entire world because they're 700 cards deep and half the cards are $200, go to McDonald's and get the, the Happy Meals. That's fine. That being said, if they were going to force you to get the food, please do something with that food. Either eat it or, like, there's a lot of people that are on the streets right now for a variety of reasons. They'll take a warm meal. I pro- Like, don't be weird about it. Like, don't, like, open it up and, like, do, like, if... Yeah. Don't be weird don't about pu- it, but, like... Don't film don't, it. Don't film it. Don't film it. Don't. It's not... Feeding people isn't TikTok content. Come on. Um, but like they will take, they will take an unopened can of soda. They will take an unopened bottle of Aquafina, right? Like you can be nice to people and they do appreciate it. Like if, if you don't like McDonald's and you're forced to buy the food, whatever, that's fine. Do something nice with the, like, don't just, th- food waste sucks. I can't stand food waste. I've been ordering, this is just me, I've been ordering like way smaller portions at restaurants just because I don't want leftovers. I I know I'm probably not going to eat the leftovers. I would rather just order less. <laughs> this is why I don't eat at Olive Garden. You you can't not, gosh, Olive Garden gives you so much food, I hate it. I just want the breadsticks. Don't give me anything else. <laughs> and they're unlimited breadsticks. You can, there was a time. Oh, I'm when taking the can... breadsticks. Those are getting eaten. There was a time when you could just, it's been a very long time, so this may still exist, but you could just get a breadsticks only lunch. That was a thing for a while. You could just go in and be like, I'm here for lunch and I just want breadsticks. (laughs) Breadsticks and dipping sauce. And they're like, do you even want the salad? And you could say yes, no, but there was a whole section of just doing breadsticks. (laughs) That sounds great. I love breadsticks. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show. Hold on. Hannah, you like breadsticks? Oh, yes. All right. There we <laughs> I go. I love bread. like breadsticks. Did you know that you could set the timer on the breadsticks and then after 30 minutes, they turn off? It's, a, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, just let it go. It was, it was supposed to be a joke. It wasn't. And just nod and smile. And then the show will be over. I'm and you'll smiling. be, you'll move on with the rest of your life knowing that that happened and it's lodged somewhere in the back of your brain. So that when you're like, hey, Snorlax, I want to go to sleep, your brain will go, remember that time that Steve said, uh, breadsticks have a sleep timer laughing. on them? My and then hurts. you're just going to be like, why? I'm 90. <laughs> Why is that still here? You know, we're doing great things on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll probably forget uh, to add a mid-roll here, but um, I'm gonna, we're going to do a, a Patreon promotion. If, if at any point in August you are at the $10 tier or higher, I will send you an exclusive postcard from Japan. Plan A Ooh. is to go to the Pokemon centers and get specific Pokemon center japanese exclusive postcards to send you i am very scared that because of the tourism of worlds there might not be postcards i mean i obviously i can get japanese postcards that are probably also cool and that are exclusive to japan at a variety of shops i'm sure but for anyone who's already at the ten dollar level or whatever at patreon you'll just have to like update i'll just send out a form and be like just verify your address but if you want a cool japanese postcard and you want to support the show 
uh, patreon.com slash pkmncst. Uh, pretty much um, as long as you're at the $10 at some point in August, uh, you will get a postcard. Well, you will get a link saying, do you want a postcard? I need your address. And the reason I do I this want a postcard is because uh, some of you all have been patrons for like four years and I keep getting your mail back. I, uh, I'm not going to call anyone out, but I have like five Christmas cards from somebody who I have asked them to update their address for the last five years. And <laughs> it keeps coming back to me. I will figure it out one day, and you're going to get five years of Christmas cards <laughs> all at once, and I'm going to make sure they're getting sent at, like, May 1st, so you're not getting them around Christmas. But, boy, do I have a lot of rejected mail from you all that never update your address. So, that's why I send a you, form out and be like, You need give to me, send them in July for Christmas in July. Give me your latest address, because... What's on file isn't working. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. If you are a patron with the right address, I appreciate you a lot. <laughs> I'll take you to Olive Garden. We'll get a lemon breadsticks. Yeah, you never take me to Olive Garden for a long. We should go. We should go. I haven't been to Olive Garden in like six years. I have not. It, Hannah, I've maybe gone could, once in my life. I, I could not tell you. <laughs> The last time I've gone to an Olive Garden, I want to say it was the early aughts. You think Brent would be down for Olive Garden? You should ask Brent. I mean, Brent would be down for Olive Garden. Unlimited breadsticks? Tech, yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Okay. We'll make it happen. We'll see if Will is also down for it. Will, I bet Will likes the carbs. Mm, that's, a, that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, bear with me if there's any technical or weird things because I will be in uh, Japan but we're going to make it happen um, so uh, no Greg next week we all have Bo- I, I did confirm during this recording that Bobby will be in Greg's place um, and then you so, can see me live if you're in Indianapolis for if any you are, reason if you are at Gen Con feel free to find Greg I, w- I will be there wandering around I have very limited things planned and my uh, press pass is for this show, so it says it on the press pass that I'm a part of this show. All right, cool. We will be back next week. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super going to catch Poliwag now. Effective. Did you know Poliwag has a sleep timer? <laughs> you said it for 30 minutes. <laughs> then, he, then he shuts off. The swirl closes. Off. Sora closes. It's a whole thing. It's it's hidden animations. You'll see it. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers over on Patreon, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Casey, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. A huge shout out to all of them. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST to support the show, and we will see you next week.